I was a bouncing and a laughing as we rolled down an old dirt road. Daddy looking in his rear view, hoping that we'd just hang on. But I can't recall a time. What's up, guys? Welcome to episode number 100 and Ryan Newman of the Always Race Day podcast presented by the Carlotto Group. I'm Connor Ferguson here with Josh Olmstead and Caleb Sluha. We're about to dive into NASCAR penalties, dirt racing cancellations, um, the whole nine yards from what's been going on this week in racing. But first, I want to thank Carl Otto Group uh, for supporting us, uh, sponsoring this podcast, uh, being our presenting sponsor here at Always Race Day. Couldn't do it without those guys. I uh, really, really appreciate what they do. You guys ready to go? I have I have my Dallas Stars jersey on. We're recording this uh, before really anything gets going with Flow Racing Night in America. Uh, obviously, before the Dallas Stars game, you don't you don't tell someone to stay home from church so that we can record a podcast. That's like me with hockey games. Got to watch them all. Yeah, yeah hockey didn't... hits different. I didn't know we were up to 139 episodes of the podcast already. He's more famous for his number 12, and is he not? In in my generation or my time, I would say he's more famous for the 39. Are you serious? Yeah. That's nuts. Jeez. I just had to throw the wrench in there. That's fair. He was named to the uh, greatest 75 drivers today, so I figured it was fitting that we threw him on there. Kyle Larson. I missed that. that. I don't I've I could go through and track it and see who's on it, but I think I think I gave my opinions on the list enough that it'll just turn everyone just complains with the next guy that comes out they're like, Well here's another mediocre guy that's gonna be on the list because I think this guy's not that good. It's like man Well the at this point, I'm just confused. Like, I'm confused at like when, where, why, how. Like, uh, they're they're doing this. It's just kind of like Casey Kane on his birthday. They're doing Ryan Newman for our 112th episode. So I mean, there's just days that consist with it. There you go. I guess. But yeah, uh, have you guys? Big part of this episode. Have you guys ever heard of NASCAR wings? Uh, before today no <laughs> i can't say before yesterday yeah so i texted these guys i was looking for lunch the other day and randomly i just saw it pop up like an ad for nascar wings i have no clue where these came from i you remember the nascar like chocolate candy bars that were like in the shapes of cars that you get at like easter oh yeah they're wrapped oh, yeah. the paint schemes yeah those always slapped so why the hell would NASCAR wings be bad? So I just ordered 10 honey garlic ones over DoorDash right before we started. So about 30 minutes from now, you'll, I won't eat on the camera, but I will taste it and let, I'll let you guys know what I think. And enjoy your Giordano's. I, it says it's next to the Buffalo Wild Wings. So it's like, I don't really understand the concept. I would assume. Now that, see that, that makes more sense. So are, how like, are you going to be able to recognize Buffalo Wild Wings wings? The honey garlic? Yeah, I, I might. But, like, you'll be able to tell if it's a Buffalo Wild Wings My wing. biggest complaint is they don't have boneless. Um, and you can call them chicken nuggets. I don't care. That doesn't offend me. <clears throat> I'd rather eat a chicken nugget. They're easier to eat, especially while I'm podcasting. So if you're getting I hear you. that taste. But I'm surprised. Huh, very interesting. Then, yeah, it must not be that, but it, it probably is Buffalo Wild Wings. You were probably getting Buffalo Wild Wings. Which is completely fine, but 
I just I don't I don't like to look cool at the very least. I don't like that you buy so like there's other ones too on DoorDash where like you're gonna get like best chicken in the country, but you order Tender it Shack. Tender Shack and it's literally like gas station chicken. Like they just go to a come and go and pick it up and I will tell you that NASCAR's in Talladega this weekend, as are the World of Outlaws case late models. Go down and see them if you're at Talladega. It should be a hell of a show at that track. I love that track. Um, the best fried chicken you'll ever have in your life, just go to a gas station near Talladega Super Speedway. All of them have fried chicken for sale. It's the best chicken you'll have. Very interesting. Bearing, bearing a major upset from NASCAR wings tonight. It's, I'm telling you, it's not. It, you're you're getting Buffalo Wild Wings. You don't have to rain on my parade. This is going to be a fun review we were doing. I, I was going to say this was all just Caleb a nice before, little setup to tie in. I told Caleb before the show we could have the DoorDashers race. <laughs> yeah, we don't have we don't have one around here though, unfortunately. So then, like the loser, the loser has to leave like a five star review. No matter how like shit a, they are. Yeah, like a, a real lengthy review about how well you there it's hard to be a bad DoorDasher, it really is. Okay. No <laughs> You'd be surprised. You just leave it at the door like the food is not dove into, you know. I have a couple questions. So this could go many, many ways. Their their official driver for the NASCAR refuel is Noah Gregson wearing a colleague uniform. Mm -hmm. And then they have this picture of this mac and cheese bacon burger as their slider. And that absolutely looks like Kraft mac and cheese. Oh, see mine, mine had, did not, did not offer that. There's no nachos on the menu, no boneless wings. Um, there's also there's one no of the other fries is a hot dog i mean from the people that make martinsville i would trust them making hot dogs i dude you're so gonna be upset Caleb, when, I, when you when you quickly Caleb, realize that you're being a negative nancy you're raining on my parade you're doing what because I do. it's not it's not the people that make the martinsville hot it's literally buffalo wild wings no shit. Yeah, you've, we've explained that. Yes, but he's not going to be disappointed with it. No, I, I'm, you're you're directly influencing my review now. I'm going to unbiasedly love it. That's great. I'm I'm glad. No, my my point just is like it. They're very much not the people that are making your Martinsville hot dogs. I will like, I will never be upset about getting Buffalo Wild Wings as a surprise. Yeah. <laughs> Oh no. Okay, so no. They wait a second now. They had so on the banner they had the burger and the hot dog and all that. This is the menu. Six or ten bone and wings. You can choose your flavor. Sides, fries, desserts, chocolate chip cookie. Oh yeah, there was a cookie available too. Like Beverages, Coke, Diet Coke, or Sprite, or bottled water. Like a sunrise margarita on there or something. I didn't even get that. I, yeah. Well, if Wings, you're opening fries, at, I'm sorry that I made you speechless, but if you're opening at 9 o'clock, then I <clears> expect <throat> you can make me a sunrise. 
I don't even know what goes into that. If you presented a drink to me before the hour of two o'clock p.m. local time and said this is a sunrise margarita, I'm very... Caleb, you're too offended by this. <laughs> it bothers you too much. I just, I, I explained to you what you're looking at, and you were still surprised about it. I, if I on your website, your grasp on this situation. If on your website you have a picture of a burger, you would think you would sell burgers. It's probably a different station or a yet-to-come thing. This is just on their normal, their, their basic maybe their, maybe their basic website's headquarters out of North Carolina. So maybe there's some burgers that they can get at north carolina yeah i'm not putting out of the realm of possibility that there's a wing stop but if there's burgers that you can have north carolina like that's their menu that's their menu yeah there's so many things there's so many restaurants in your area that i've doordashed where they have pictures of stuff then they definitely don't have it as an option the doordash i'm i'm I don't know what you're yeah, thinking. The local you're gonna, like, doesn't by that, have but... my favorite skillet listed, so I went and got Villagena a week ago when I was sick. I want to see. It Five looks almost ago. looks like there's one in Davenport. Why would there be one in Davenport but not in Cedar Rapids? Now you're now you're being an elitist with the cities you live in. Orland Park, Springfield, and Lombard. Caleb, I'm sorry. The fan the fan vote that we send out after each podcast is going to come back really negative for you this week i think you're gonna need that's to- all right i would be the I, reason that like reviews for nascar wings is skyrocketed <laughs> if, if you're from nascar and this was your idea and you're listening i appreciate you thank you for trying Caleb, if you're from so nascar much. if you're from nascar and you're listening um don't put a delivery only restaurant burgers dogs and more when you don't have burgers or dogs or more Caleb, it's it's the first it's the maiden voyage you don't start a restaurant with Five star everything. Okay, I'm gonna start a restaurant then, and I'm gonna offer like a Lamborghini, and then we're just not gonna sell Lamborghinis, but it's gonna generate. If you started a restaurant and the first ad preview on the restaurant's website was buy this Lamborghini, I don't know how many people would go to the next page. You don't need to. Damn, yeah, it doesn't look like I have a NASCAR wings here, so. No, I just told you where they were. I'm a suburban. You 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 weren't listening tonight. Because you're going on this rant session about NASCAR wings and why you hate them. You've been on a long rant, and you didn't listen to a word we said in the first time. I am listening. (laughs) I'm listening. You guys are just wrong. I read the menu to you, and you went, what do you mean that's all that's on there? And I said the words, that's all that's on there. I'm just saying then you shouldn't advertise that you have they didn't have boneless wings. You thought they were just going to appear with a cheeseburger? Yes, if you have a picture <laughs> of a cheeseburger. They don't even have boneless wings. If you say that you sell a cheeseburger and give me a picture of a cheeseburger with Kraft mac and cheese on it, I, I expect you to You're sell something. You're going after Kraft mac and cheese too, I man. I'm not going after Kraft mac and cheese. I'm just saying that's what it's. Yeah, carload, so so Caleb's the hostile one for this episode. Yeah, you got a carload before the weekend of a big hockey trip. I'm, dude, I'm throwing down two boxes of Kraft mac and cheese. I love hockey. When can when can I go to a hockey game? That I plan. We were just at one. And I, I'm not allowed to go again. You made you just made it seem like it's been a while. We yeah, were just like, at one I, Saturday. I get a PS5. You have one downstairs. Yeah, but I want to open it. Like it, it's not the same. I want another one. Yeah. Great. Anywho, 
So Carson Hosevar. <laughs> yeah, hockey's the best sport. If you guys are on the YouTube, big, uh, besides racing, big Dallas game tonight. Yeah, that's fair. Depends on. The, this is what I say. This is what I say because there is. This is the <laughs> the freaking list thing again. Depends what time of year it is. Playoff hockey beats all playoffs across right. any sport. It does. It absolutely does. It. There's nothing that tops it. The energy tonight. There's the a energy is just that I'm going this to is watch. This coming from time. a guy who's watched hockey for one season. It's fair. Me? <laughs> I've yeah, I've been doesn't even matter. Like it's he's. I've been invested in hockey for three years. He's and by invested, he means he's lost a lot of money on a sports betting app. Why don't you te- text? No ho- hockey. I make good money text me i can help you with picks on hockey i'm decent i have kane's money line and brune's money line right now i parlayed them together because we have to bet eight times a night otherwise we get the shades are up one nothing yeah kane's up one nothing uh yeah we get the shakes if we don't have more i like the way you roll we're just gonna have to cut out the whole intro no i think this is fine you just gotta stop being so bitchy (laughs) <laughs> listen <laughs> no uh what i um it depends what time of year it is tonight's wednesday i'm gonna watch the crap out of a playoff hockey game in a sec uh but earlier today you know the dominating story of my day has been that knoxville uh is being forced to cancel the world of outlaws weekend not the track not from a certain party don't get mad at anybody if you're getting mad you're dumb things break when it's this cold uh, the temps were going to get down to the 30s on both Friday and Saturday. So they canceled it before teams started making treks all the way out here. How that affects next week's high limit race at Burlington, I don't know. Um, we'll wait and see. We'll figure that out when the when we cross the bridge to get there, I suppose. Uh, but, like, the, you know, that part of the season sucks. That news stinks. But I got playoff hockey tonight, and I'm excited as, excited as hell for it. Yeah, the the weather situation is really unfortunate because it is supposed to get really cold. And I, from my experience of, you know, having to make those tough decisions um, with traveling series, like I can tell you, it, the, the teams and the drivers and the crews really appreciate that it's being done early. And you, th- you think about when you get a race sold sponsorship-wise, and they had a Extreme Powered by Mediacom sponsor on the weekend. When you get a package sponsored like that, and you have to throw it away? It sucks. That's, it sucks. No mm-hmm. one wants to do that. So the people that like, <clears throat> like no. this is like they're saving money. doing. They're not saving any money. That's the World of Outlaws weekends at Knoxville Raceway and the Knoxville Nationals are the top three money makers of the season. I mean, the only way they could be saving money is by not putting on the show and then, like, nobody shows up because it's so cold. Which, yeah, or they could have you know, an NASCAR Cup race. It's feasible. Yeah, that too. But it's, it's yeah, it's always a tough decision, but I can tell you I'm sure that the drivers and the crew and everybody appreciates not going there to have it, you know, canceled or be on the way and have it canceled or be there and just be miserable. Um, and unfortunately – our weather is just not uh, getting to spring. We we get these little flashes of spring, but it literally hailed it. today. Yeah, we so like here it was like forty something this morning. It got all the way up to like mid sixties, and now we're supposed to go back down. So it's it's just been a crazy spring so far, and 
um, unfortunately, those decisions have to be made. Absolutely. Um, let's move on here to uh, Corey LaJoy on uh, Sirius XM NASCAR radio, Channel 90. That's if you're an XM guy like my dad is. Uh, he was talking about his stuff with Kyle Busch um, and the aggressive driving, purposely wrecking, stuff like penalties like that. He said Bush got into him once. And he was kind of ticked, and Bush got into him again, and he's more ticked, and he got into him a third time, and he's like, all right, well, that's it. And the next time Bush tried to drive down there like that, he tried to take his left rear uh, and make contact with the right front uh, of Kyle Bush's car. Um, Bush saved it rather than spinning out like LaJoy thought would happen, and then wrecked Corey LaJoy. Uh, LaJoy's crew chief came on the... Uh, radio and told him to go wreck Kyle. Uh, and basically he was like, well, you know, if he hadn't said anything, if it if it's not premeditated, NASCAR's not going to do anything. So he basically told his crew chief, and he's open about this, this is what he said on the video clip. I basically told his crew chief, like, don't say anything like that. I'll go handle it myself. But, you know, don't tell me to go do that because it only makes it look worse to NASCAR in the current way that they're penalizing people and we'll get into that in a sec um but he mentions after that he thinks carson hosevar is sitting out this weekend so just said it sounded like he heard it through the grapevine or whatever that saying is nascar is not suspending him i will uh, that's officially out that they put the penalty report out carson hosevar was not a part of it um i i don't was it on purpose or what? Do we even have a definitive answer? I mean, I I think at this point there's only uh, a couple people that know the real answer to that. One would be Carson Hosevar, one would be the guy that reads the data, and the other would be God. Um, I, I you know, I would I would think if he did that on purpose, Nas. Well, let me go back. At this point, I don't think I don't think NASCAR would have suspended him because they already punished him. So I I think it's stupid to punish him during the race and then also go back and suspend somebody. Um, I, I I think that's just a good thing to to do is like you don't punish them twice for the same crime. Um, but yeah, I mean, they they haven't suspended him. Um, we would have thought that would have came by now for sure. So um, maybe it's the team electing to do it. And if the team elects to sit him out for a week, then you would assume that the team knows what happened. So um, I, I guess we'll have are to see you, what are happens. Are you speaking cryptically about it? That would mean he wrecked him on purpose. That would mean he just left hooked the guy. The only thing, like I said the other night, is if the tire under one two, if the if the uh, tire was already starting to go down and he couldn't control it, then that I understand. But yeah, I mean, I definitely seemed that he wrecked him on purpose. And it, I mean, this this reflects on your your entire career. career. Now I'm echoing it. Kale, there we go. That fixed it. I don't know what that was. I was hearing my own voice. Um, but, like, my dad still, like, when I bring up, I'm like, so do you still hate Hamlin? He goes, yeah, he wrecked Chase. Stupid. 
like people remember like stuff like this. So I, it's obviously a little different, but you know, we'll see right. how they handle that going forward and everything like that. Um, other NASCAR stuff from today, Austin Dillon uh, was penalized. Let me get the proper wording because I will screw it up. And I'm now logged out of my account, which is awesome. A uh, big shout out tonight to uh, Dawson from Open Wheel Updates. Uh, give them a follow on Twitter. He's doing our updates for the Castrol Flow Racing Night in America. Late model race tonight. Volunteered to do it, so I brought in an update ringer. I think that's the least cool news I could ever share on a podcast. <laughs> but Dawson's awesome. I love the kid. So give him, show him some love. Tell him thank you if you're listening. Um, appreciate him more than uh, anyone knows. Um, Austin Dillon penalized uh, 60 points, five playoff points, uh, along with a $75,000 fine and a two-race crew chief suspension uh, due to illegal underwing assembly mounting and underwing uh, assembly hardware. And uh, to explain all this, let's bring in Larry McReynolds. Larry? We don't have a Larry. I, I thought you were in charge of booking him this week. Yeah, we uh we bumped them because of the Stars playoffs. We could have got. Can't afford for him to go on forever. Yeah, our bad. My bad. I, I forgot to tell you. Oh man, I yeah. One one of my friends had mentioned like seems to be a lot of uh, penalties from um, parts that are supposed to be you know all supplied the same um my question is though i mean if they're you know st if they're altering them to try to get an advantage hoping that they're not going to get caught i mean austin Dillon was 21st in the points i think and he was actually running decently for martinsville at one point so um you know maybe it was something that they thought that they could do and, and not get caught and then they got caught yeah, I don't know. All I know is uh, every week we're sitting here talking about penalties um, rather than what's going on on track. And I get we're coming off that Martinsville race. And I'd, you know, NASCAR wise, I'd rather talk about NASCAR wings than that Martinsville race. But sure as hell, oh, keep talking about penalties. If you want, I can. I have another point for the NASCAR wings. He's, he's, I I literally, he's literally texting it to me. What is He is texting it to me about how bad it is. <laughs> You're, just, you're ruining my eating experience already. I well, so the only other thing that I wanted to point out, so they've got their their map with their like pinpoints of locations, uh -huh. and they're not accurate at all. Like they're just random points on the map. That's what I would do if I was <laughs> like ghost locations anyway. So there's one like it says, you know, they have their location West Des Moines or whatever, and the pin is on the border between Iowa. It looks like it's probably Omaha. Um, there's nothing in Des Moines and then it looks like there's one in Davenport. There's a pin in Davenport, but there's not one anywhere near there. We'll be able to like, in 10 minutes. So anywho, I just, you know, from a marketing standpoint, it's really bad. Caleb, I bet you they expected no one to look at the map pinpoints. Well, the marketing guy has it figured out. You're the only guy with the, the guy that's taking wings. this way too seriously. <laughs> it's just from a marketing standpoint, you're going to put pins 
in places that don't exist and then you're going to advertise products that you don't have like i don't i just don't have whatever. that and yeah and don't exist yet it Why doesn't say keep, keep in mind i've never see. heard of this place i've never heard of this place since yesterday so it must be, be new. the first nascar wings critic of all time darn right and i am a harsh one hey bobby come here anywho should have gotten gordon ramsay on this week I am Gordon Ramsay. God, wouldn't that be great? Here's the podcast with Connor, Josh, Caleb, Larry McReynolds, and Gordon Ramsay. I don't think we could handle you and Gordon on a bitch fest. No, I, me and Gordon would get along <laughs> very well. That'd be the one episode I wouldn't be throwing a rant out on, on purpose. You just sit back, kick your feet up, and let the chaos begin. Um. So we also had, uh, what was it, three loose lug nut penalties in Xfinity, which was interesting. Did we, if it if it's not points, it's like I just I it surprised me because it was just a lot. It's uh, like surprising. You're like, oh that uh, yeah, that team's there, yeah. Yeah, bump gardener mendering and oh god, that's a scarce scarce. Yeah, they all had lug nut things um and then of course uh the 78 team suspended for their rear tire changer and their jack man um after losing that tire hate that for left fast motorsports those guys are good people they had a funny promo video before the daytona 500 of bj mcleod walking in slow motion and there's it was pretty great there's just not a cooler looking person on the planet Especially because, like, him and Mike Carmen are, like, two people that get, like, pictures with them with sunglasses on all the time. It just makes him look even cooler. I hate Mike Carmen because his CPU on NASCAR Heat 5 always tries to take me out. (laughs) I feel like that's a you problem. It might be. That's why I hate Mike Skinner and Sterling Martin, too. Who was it that I always got in in it with? I don't remember who it was, but I always, every time I got near them. You're asking who or what? I don't know. I think I always got in it with Justin Allgaier. It was most of the field. Um, it, it was like 10 cars. A couple of uh, NASCAR video game updates. I ticked myself off watching two YouTube videos on this earlier today and learned absolutely nothing uh, beyond what was written in the picture of the press release I had already read. Uh, that like waste of 20 minutes absolute waste uh, but anyways um, the CEO of Monster Games is stepping down and they're rehiring a guy that left Monster Games previously to step in in replacement that's always great that's always a good sign of uh, stability I don't want to say anything bad about the company because if they wanted to send me a free game to review, I'd do it. But they seem I did, did after playing NASCAR Twenty One Ignition for twenty five minutes, it seems as though they they misled people a little bit. It what they said today also was that the NASCAR game is still going to happen in 2023 and the IndyCar game is going to happen in 2024. And I don't know how that 
absolute how we ended up in this situation where we don't trust the video game company contracted with making the game to make the game but we're here now and uh it sucks and that's the update that's it i hope that was comprehensive enough for everyone i'm kind of pissed off because my wings haven't gotten here yet but that's not doordash's fault i oh man can we just do a whole episode on this I'm, well, we're gonna have the it practically is the the more i dig into it the the funnier it's getting it's not like a mystery uh, they're doing like a ghost store like pardon my yeah so also like here i'm gonna just do this but um yeah no i the whole nascar video game thing is very unfortunate because i mean that's something I would buy every single year, basically. And I mean, I didn't buy the last one because it was so trash. Um, and you like hi hiring people that have already left. There's a reason that they left. And then like, I don't think anything's changed to the point maybe that they, maybe they were the only smart person in the building. Well, you're clearly not that smart to return to the disaster that exists. So probably got paid a lot of money, Caleb okay that doesn't that doesn't make it a good thing to do like that's we'll see maybe he's the magical have, fix to everything we like it or not they have the contract you i mean you can hope the game sucks i hope it rocks i hope they surprise all of us and i hope so too because i would love to have a good nascar game for the first time in a decade why are you sharing videos now what is oh this is from this is a screen Caleb just looked up NASCAR refuel uh, and just looking at the, all of them are, it says all of them are permanently closed, which I, I would assume those are things that haven't opened yet with this being a new thing. Uh, no, this one has uh, 33 reviews and it has an average of 1.8 stars, um, which is not, not great. And you go to look at the reviews. The pictures are explanatory. This is how I received these items. They literally gave me half a scoop of mac and cheese. And then the hot dog just does not, none of it looks appetizing. Um, I wish you luck. I, I, I keep wish- talking, my wings are here. Oh, I wish, yeah, we're, we're gonna find out right now. Um, this is the moment we've all been waiting for this entire episode. Hot dog was burnt. The bun tastes old. Also got the mac and cheese and bacon burger. And the only thing they gave us was a burnt patty. stuff. There is. Yeah. It's. They're all permanently closed. It's, it's, it's a very interesting, uh, deal that they go on but with 33 reviews like they've clearly been open for a little bit and i don't so know now you, now you can't diss them about them posting products that they don't have because they have them or had them then why isn't it on their menu i don't under like they've had to downsize NASCAR wings. Maybe they have a marketing person like your old job. <laughs> Hasn't uh, figured it out yet. It's, yeah, it's, it's something. It's very interesting. 
But, Josh, what do you want to talk about? I'm currently switching between three games during this. We're here to talk oh, about the bag. You already suck. Look at this shit. Look at the bag. Um, That's Connor, we also, we also found out that they did indeed at one point sell dogs and burgers. I, could, I can always hear you guys when you're okay. – when I'm off the screen, I can still hear everything you say, as can the podcast listeners. I didn't. Well, I didn't know how. Record. No, it's okay. Away, it's fine. I didn't know how far away you went. Also, dude, this. I mean, this box is huge. The box is sick. There's two boxes. I don't know what. Oh, one's the fries. I need. I need a fries rate. I love. I love a good fries rating. I now. I don't like to have people trust my fry ratings because I. I think Burger King wings are the best. Burger King wings. Oh, I meant fries. I, mean, well, I'm <laughs> I was eating say. wings. I don't. Fries I don't hate Burger King. I don't hate. You can't trust Caleb's fry rating because this dude's the dude that just like dogs Wingstop fries, even though they're like the greatest fries ever. Yeah, I I love putting a chunk of soggy potato in my mouth. It's just fantastic. Caleb, the. Uh... The, the wing box is a little soggy. Let me see what the, the wing box looks like. See if I can show it to the camera good. Interesting. Very interesting. Yeah, looks All right. Well, good luck. We'll set it up. Hold on. Yeah, I suppose you guys are kind of waiting on me, right? We got we to gotta know what happens here. Well, the fries, yeah, no, looks we, like the fries have some Parmesan on them. Actually, mm-hmm. yeah, solid fries. Oh, kick ass fries, Caleb. You, you're in trouble. I, I can get behind this. this is, oh, it's already really good. Ours also not made to eat on camera. Well, your reviews are already better than their average, so <laughs> that says a lot about me, I think. <laughs> There's what let me remind you that one that they actually had 33 reviews their average was 1.8 that was the Go, average going in for the wing here survey huh. says no that's a solid wing <laughs> That's a solid wing. You solid love to hear wing. it. <laughs> My at worst is 7 out of 10. It's still hot. It's not burned my mouth. The honey garlic complements each other beautifully. Well, there you go. Let's go. Wing. NASCAR wings rise. Now I can't eat this for a bit. We got a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't help you have a really good mic too i'm not gonna do that the rest of the show i promise yeah i really i really just wanted to try it so i'm glad i did i pleasant pleasant reveal was it actually parmesan on the fries then i think so it's a white powder let me hold on <laughs> no it's not that one Spencer Gallagher. Spencer Gallagher is making the French fries. <laughs> you all have been unhinged lately. It's fine. <laughs> you you invite us on here to include us in this now, and we're gonna get you canceled. 
It's all good. I, I do wish DoorDash wouldn't have them text me the picture of my front door. It's always creepy. I agree. I hate like unknown number just texted me a picture of my front door and my DoorDash happens to be outside, but I'm not sure. <laughs> no, but yeah, uh, officially out of 10. Out of ten, I'm going. I'm going Parker Kligerman, seven point five. I can respect it. I love a good. I love a good positive rating. Suck on your one point eight star reviews and try to talk me out of liking these. <laughs> I might only use the next three days. I, you guys come at it like I'm supposed to defend the thirty three reviews. I'm. I'm just stating the facts. You were the first review. Yes. You gave the first review without trying it. And no, I'm just saying their marketing is very sucky. I'm promoting the podcast one sec. <laughs> oh. Oh man, yeah. No, these are these are really good though. That was that was that was worth the wait. Yeah, right. The worth the build worth the build up. Well, it's the, I gave the detailed parts already. I'm I'm ninety nine percent sure this is Parmesan on the fries. Very unique, but also like that that's good sh good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Well, All right, where were we? So I don't eat more. Um, my dad did text me about the Austin Dillon penalty. He said, uh, he just said one sentence with a period after it and said, seems like they're after all the Chevy teams. Well, it food also... Some food for thought, can we say? Yeah, I mean, it. it there was notes that Chevy was going to be quite a bit faster this year too. So, um, who knows is, what else they're bending. It is very interesting for sure. No, but that's, I mean, what I wanted to say about that was like to the common fan that doesn't really know all this stuff, like how many penalties that they give out. Like if we're talking about that every week, that sucks. Yeah, I would agree. But also at the same time, before also, I want to make sure we make note that they did remove the points penalty from colleague racing uh, at the request of NASCAR. So NASCAR went to the appeals panel. Um, the dirty, yucky, random weirdo takes forever, long nerd appeals panel. Put that on a T-shirt, huh? Oh, boy. Uh, they, NASCAR went to them and said, take, you know, we're not penalizing them on the points. Which is very interesting. I th well, it's that's very cool. That's awesome for NASCAR. You know what this is a result of, though? This whole process? More people heard about the points penalty when it happened than we'll hear about this. There will be people yeah. that don't know that this even happened. I just find it interesting that, like, with Hendrick, NASCAR said, oh, we're upset that you guys got rid of the points. But then with colleague, they're saying, hey, please give them their points back. That 
is kind of confusing, but yeah, I mean, good for well, them. So they wanted it to be, because it was like similar functionality, so they wanted it to be an even like points penalty for both teams. That's the whole reason why they were like, like, hey, like, can you please like give the points back to Collie? Because since the appeal panel gave the points back for Hendrick, they felt it should be right that Collie should also get the points penalty back with equal penalty to what Hendrick is. Which makes sense. That was more of NASCAR defending Collie more than defend like than anything or making it making it right in a wrongdoing. Right. Do you guys think that I, – I guess would you like to see less penalties if it means you – know, I, I mean, you, know, you know the trade-off of less penalties <laughs> is more people can get away with stuff. Would you guys like to see that, or are you still holding steady on, like, just ride through this and we'll see? I mean, I'm still in the boat of, like, if, if you're NASCAR, your job is to make fair racing. I agree. So, like, if if – and I'm just going to say Hendrick because they've been the the people so far this year. But like if Hendrick is just going to go out and say, oh, we know we can get away with this, you're doing your fans a disservice. So while it sucks to have the penalties, you can't have these guys running around thinking that the the rule book doesn't matter and they can do whatever they want. Because as a fan, I want to know that the guy who is is out there winning is like – within the rules so to speak i mean i remember being at um a a little event that connor's never heard of um oktoberfest races for the oktoberfest 200 and i watched them dq first place after the race in tech they dq'd first place then went over to second place they dq'd second place then they went over to third place they dq'd third place and they gave it to the fourth place guy and while it that's, sucked that's a race that's, that's like that's famous for dqing people no that's not that one but okay the same tech guy was there so, so it was the same not. it was the same dude but isn't it, like my whole thing, and I actually talked to the promoter and I said, it sucked because for me doing my coverage, I had to stay here an extra two hours yeah. as they tore them down and, you know, sat and did it. But I said, you know what? At the end of the day, I got in my car and I knew that the guy who was going to be getting the trophy did it legally. It sucks that he wasn't able to cross the line first, but I know that he played within the rules while the other guys didn't. Yeah, that's fair. Um, my counter is, uh, and I say this about Rouse and Sticking Balls, but you guys ever heard of Wes McCauley? Hockey it does ring a bell. He's, yeah, isn't that, isn't that the guy that always likes to play shit up? Yep. Yep. When you know a ref's name, it's bad. When you know an official's name, oh yeah, Wes McCauley, yeah, he was on my TV like ten minutes ago. When you know a a tech shed guy and you know his name, motorsport wide. Okay, but here's the thing. No, but like making you know the fact that people making these household names, it's never a good thing because when you're on the wrong side of a Wes McCauley crew, you're it is the worst damn product you've ever seen in your damn life. I I love 
I love you him, get though. to the third period and you will be rooting for people to tear their ACLs, and it's none of the people on the other team. Oh, boy. Well, my friend is a Leafs fan. He, they're like 0-8 in the last eight West Macaulay games they've had. That's like Scott Foster with Chris Paul. Yeah, they, they those refs should never be refing those guys. Same with that UConn ref and that stuff. That should never happen. But, uh, there's stories who's the, of guys. Who's the that, one umpire? Isn't it West? Oh, there's multiple umpires that are. <laughs> yeah. But particularly one. They, I, I mean, I think there's a point where, yes, it can be too much, but at the same time, follow the rules and you don't have to, if, if everybody followed the rules, then they don't, they don't have to be that way. Yeah. But then it wouldn't be a competitive sport, Caleb. It'd be formula one. That's not true. In my mind, if it's in the rule book, racing has I been feel like it's trying to find ways to get ahead of other teams in the spirit of competition. That is what these guys do. They're competitive. No one is following the rules to a T. No. And I agree with that. And the, the only thing, I mean, there's ways to do it legally, but that's the thing is like, there is going to be cheating. It will go unnoticed at some point, but like, if you're doing it obvious enough to get caught, then, you know, you're not. So what? Are they just supposed to get rid of the rule book then? Yeah. I, in my I, mind, if it's but, written in the rule book, like you should follow it. Like yeah. and you should be penalized if you break said right. rule book. Right. Right. And objectively, yes. The th- you, you have people out there complain. Do you hear Chase Elliott's back? Did you um, back, did you see, back this weekend? Yeah, did you, he's been gone for like three days. Sick. Have you, you seen the Talladega? You've seen the Talladega tweets. I'm guessing. Right. I mean, I'm gonna kind of transition into that, but to that point, people complain that Chase is getting all the spotlight. Okay. Well, if you're given part of the spotlight to a guy in the tech shed, you're given part of your spotlight to Wes McCauley. That's that's not good for the product of the game. Their job is well, to not be the story. Then their players should follow the rules. So one, you're giving them an ego. That's the first thing you're doing. You're giving them an ego. You're giving them a reason for them to act arrogant and be above everybody else because of the position they're in, which is not what they're supposed to do in said position. Okay, let me rival you this, okay? So let's say You've done enough that- of this podcast. Let's 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 say this though. I won the last argument, so I can't wait. <laughs> Austin Austin Dillon is a twenty first place car. Okay, is that what that's he did where, this weekend? That's where he was in the points before this yeah. penalty. So he's a twenty first place car. Let's say that the top twenty gets extra points fund at the end of the day. Austin Dillon through this so far this year is outside of the top 20 in points. So they say, you know what, let's cheat. Let's give ourselves uh, an advantage and go out and do better in some races. So he, he cheats, he gets an advantage, he goes out and the next several races gets up to 15th, 16th, 17th in the points because he's cheating. They go on finish in the top 20 in the points. They get that extra points money from a team that you know, could actually use it. And it it just, it builds of this guy who's not following the rules and is gaining an advantage from it is now reaping the benefits 
and hurting a team that's trying to play by the rules. So like if, if you're not doing your due diligence of saying, okay, Austin Dillon, you guys broke this rule. You have to be punished. That's fair. If, and I, I think we're agreeing on two different things. I, yeah. I mean, I see where, I see where you're coming from. Right. Um, it, it just, it's, it, you know, maybe some of those guys don't want to be part of the show, but at the same time, if they're not, they're doing everybody else. They're doing all the other teams, all the other drivers, all the fans, a disservice. Who doesn't by, want to be part of the show? The tech, what's that? Who doesn't want to be part of the show? The tech guys. Well, yeah, you're, you're saying that they shouldn't be part of the show, but the problem is if they well, step back and say nothing, then in NASCAR, they're not at least not yet. We're on pace right. that we're going to learn one of their names at some point. And I hope not. You know, I hope it's not through NASCAR. I hope it's one guy mentions one name for one day and then we drop it. Like that's how it should be. Tech shed Mike over at whatever race that is. That's stupid. That's it's dumb. It's but and here's the difference too. So like there's I'm not, I'm not hating on Matt Weaver on him giving him a platform. That's a story that show oh, yeah and and told about i'm not trying to i i will never be a guy that's like this guy should never have a platform because of this um i would give them less attention like zero attention but so and I won't, here's know. what i'll tell you too there's, there's two multiple ways. multiple facets of what this is right so and i'm gonna go down another one too so like Ricky Brooks, which is the tech guy you're referring to. A tech shed mic. Yeah, sure. Whatever you want to call him. He's going to, when those cars get to his office. He's trying like hell to find some shit wrong with them so that tech shed Mike can live on in infamy. Okay. But when they get That's to his competitive office, spirit, he's checking from the inside. There's a difference between that because there's a difference in saying, okay, this guy performed to be here. I'm going to check to make sure that he's legal. And then that you've got things. So we went to a specific dirt or not dirt uh, asphalt track in Wisconsin when I was with the late model team and we rolled through tech just for a weekly show. Okay. Just a weekly show. And as we were pushing the, the car through tech, the crew chief left the air um, tire pressure gauge on top of the car. And as soon as we got in the tech garage, the tech guy snatched it and refused to give it back because we had equipment on the car. And that was just a huge violation. And they didn't want to give back the $300 tire pressure gauge because- I have a heyday with that dude. That's, oh my God. That sounds like it a was, nerdy kid in a fraternity. It was like, are, are you kidding me that you're literally like, it is a weekly show. <laughs> like, and also so, the other thing to that is like, you guys can walk around, not you guys, but you walk around and say like rules are rules. Don't break them. That's, that's a rule. And it's written down somewhere that if there's a tire gauge there, you have to confiscate it and not give it back. So if you have $100 cash on the car, is it ethically cool to just take someone's money? Yeah. And that's where there's a difference in my mind too, of like that guy had an ego. That guy was like that, that guy's trying to be like that. Whereas like Ricky Brooks yeah, is he's, saying. He's tech shed Mike without the name. Yeah, for he's real. Cause Randy. I couldn't tell you his name, but we're like with Ricky Brooks, his thing is saying, okay, 
you won this race. I'm going to make sure you deserved to win this race. I'm going to make sure that you, you know, perform to win this race in a way that's within the rules. And I think if you lose that in, in NASCAR, you know, cause I'm, I'm very much like teams are going to cheat. Teams should try to cheat. I cheated when I raced like there's everybody does it. Josh, we got him. We got him. <laughs> whole podcast was an elaborate scheme to get Caleb to admit this. That's a thousand dollar fine. Uh, Texted Randy's going to be talking to you on Monday. He's not even, he's paying attention to everything but this. So, um, <laughs> you guys were going in on each other. So I was like, I'm just going to let this happen. We like, really, and we're not even arguing. Like that's uh, yeah. yeah. Not, not going in on it. Like not like arguing, but you guys were in depth on this, like storytelling. There's nothing for me to partake this, in. Yeah, this. this is a long, long issue on my war against referees that Jordan <laughs> has joined me in. Cha- uh, that, champion. Okay. But that, I, I forget his name, but um, the hockey official, West he's, he's my favorite. I love watching shut highlights up, from shut him. up. Don't do I'm that. me and Josh have talked about it before. Do that. I'll call you in just reannounce the penalties in a funny voice. Every time they happen on the TV, just call me and let me know what the penalty was. Beautiful. I'm entertained. Say two minutes for fighting fighting. See if we did that five more times repetitively, it would look kind of stupid. Don't you think? He does don't ever that. end up on West Macaulay TikTok. I had to delete my account. I had to like, I am on West Macaulay TikTok. It's fantastic. I am happily on West Macaulay TikTok. Yeah, we were and on, I'm on like the rest in the, the 90s TikTok of, too. The Stars had one bad game with West Macaulay as the ref, and I haven't forgiven him since. Of course, you haven't. At one point, I thought it was good for the league to like have something fun and unique, but it doesn't generate any new fans. It doesn't do anything but say, "Look at this kooky little dude!" Ha 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 ha! It, it, it has generated me. I am more interested you in the NHL. You did not watch the NHL because you saw West Macaulay highlight tape. That is absolute BS. Get out of here! No, he doesn't watch the NHL in general. Unless, unless you're trying to find him on Tinder, then I, I would accept that answer. Everything else is off the table, Caleb. No, it it's, it has made it made me watch more of the NHL. I'm objectively, that more has got to be 15 seconds or something. Probably, but it's still more. Oh, man. You're missing out. It's the best playoffs in sports. Absolutely. It's hard. Okay, so I went back and was watching highlights of a game, like, that I went to, and I just – it doesn't interest me. Like I have this thing where like, okay, for years I played soccer. I played soccer through middle school and high school. I coach soccer. I ref soccer, love everything to do with that. Like it was such a huge passion of mine for such a long time. Never once have I watched a professional soccer game on TV. Okay. So my counter to it is hockey games are intense in person. Yes. Yes. The level of intensity in the playoffs picks up so much so that you can see it through the television, and whereas you can't see that in any other hockey game you watch, any other. Yeah, it's just even. But even here's the deal: if I miss a NASCAR, like I watch NASCAR every single weekend. If I watch a race and obviously, NASCAR NASCAR (laughs) race can deliver you one. Yeah. But so like I, I I've done that if we didn't do the dashboard wing review. I, I hate the I, 
Go ahead. <laughs> but no, so ratings I, after this, but go. Like I refuse to miss a NASCAR race, but if I do miss a NASCAR race and then, you know, I see, oh yeah, Kyle Busch won, I won't go back and watch the race. Like I just, I don't care. Like, I don't care what happened. Like I'll watch some highlights and stuff like that. If anything major happened, but like, I just can't, I don't know. I, I struggle to, to do that. So, you, but I, uh, I, the, you, the result of the race was ruined because you know who wins. Right. You're wanting to see us who the winner is. You don't want but it's to like, the race for 12th between uh, two random teams that I'm thinking of off the top of my head. My I, boss, Ferrari and Williams. My boss literally records Timberwolves games and watches them like the day or two after they've happened. And I don't know how he does it. Ask him if you've ever seen a Timberwolves fan uh, clamor uh, to wear Lakers colors. Oh, we just, let him I'm hear about it. Ask for the Minnesota Wild fans that might be listening tonight. Damn, you're going at the Wild by comparing them to the Laker with the Lakers T Wolves. Yeah. North Stars are our logo, our jerseys, our uniforms, our history. You already got our player in your damn front office, so you should have all you need. Second greatest Dallas star of all time. Jason What's Robinson. next? What are we talking about next? All right, so the Chase Elliott thing. Um, I believe her name is Cindy Yen. I hope I got that right. I really, if I, if I mispronounce that, it's my ADHD. Or You're really bad at names. I'm not, dude, I'm so bad with names and faces. Like as a journalist, you'd think I'd get better and it's really tough. Gordy Gundaker's girlfriend asked me to take a picture of them at Knoxville last year. And I didn't realize it was Gordy Gundaker until I gave the picture or gave the phone back to his girlfriend. You lost just, uh, You guys don't know who Gordy Gundaker is. Okay. It's, these people, they're dirt rookies, guys. Like, we got to teach them some stuff. I, But that's that's another thing, too, is, like, I don't put it in that, like, I don't like dirt racing or what. Like, no, it's hard, goal, to, it's, hard, it, it's hard to watch and get into. If you don't have a flow racing and, or dirt version account, it is very hard to get into. I have flow racing. That's the thing. But Why here's watch thing. it? Listen. Oh, no, listen. I'm just listening now. That was bad. God, don't. Listen. Oh. Let me explain. Yeah. That's part of my thing. So, like, I struggle to have enough time to watch it. Like, that's part of the deal. But, like, I go to dirt races. Like, I, I've i I've been in accidents. I'm just going to send you the schedule, the master schedule I have on my Word document, and you'll know which races are important. I will try, but like I said, I have just so much going on right now that like it's hard to to do you, that. You've been harboring on the uh, geographical coordinates uh, listed on NASCAR refuels. Look no, I can't. I can't watch and comprehend a race while doing a podcast, but I can look at pinpoints. It's fair. It's fine. I, I but understand. We're busy. It's good. It's it's one of those things where like I don't have time to like when they're happening. It's really hard to like find a, a one that you know i should sit down and watch and blah 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 and then like that same thing applies where like i'm not going to go back and watch one but like i've i've watched some dirt late model stuff i go to dirt tracks like it it's not that i you know i just don't know the drivers so much but like i'll go to my local dirt tracks a couple times throughout the year when you know i get time and like i said been in knoxville you're gonna be been, at davenport uh, in may what's that you're gonna be at davenport in may 
I, I listen. I gotta I gotta sit down and put everything on my schedule because yeah, like my next is fine. My next several months are like super busy, so. I'm going to need your address because I'm going to look up races and distance from your house and then mm. use that. No, uh, I think we, I we can figure that out. <laughs> We've been to a few here and there. You can have Josh's address. That's fine. I have a dirt. I have a dirt truck like eight minutes from my house. What is it? Yeah, so that's he's Dubuque. got the he's what? got Dubuque. Oh, Dubuque. I go to Dubuque at least once a year. Just Actually, shots three hundredth win. I was there. Fun fact, let's everybody take, take a damn time out because we, do we want to talk about where my only career win is? It's on a dirt track. So at Dubuque. Calm down, Todd Gillen. Jeez. <laughs> like, I just wanted to say, like, I, I'm not so unfamiliar that's with. Not what, that's not what we were doing. You just said, like, well, I do have flow racing. That's not why I can't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I have it. No, we gotta get to ratings. I, I we have got to be boring people, and just, people just, just love listening to us ramble. Now, someone's gonna clip that. That'll be funny. Uh, I think it just comes off that I like know nothing about dirt racing, and I don't want it to seem like that. No, it's but. fine, and we'll talk. We'll talk a little dirt at the end here. Um, but ratings wise, so Cindy Yen uh, does a thread on the ratings every week. Jeff Gluck usually retweets it. Um, if you know who I'm talking about, she does a good job. So, from her math, which seemed a little confusing. Um, and I don't, I'm not discrediting her math. She says it is evident, at least from sample sizes and small, smaller sample sizes, but comparative samples, that uh, Chase Elliott Racing uh, did provide a spark um, into the ratings. Now that can go a couple of different ways. Uh, the ratings were up for the first time all year on a year-on-year -year, or year-to-year, -year, I guess, basis. Um, I had to do a better better job of bookmarking tweets because I did really bad this on this one. Um, so she concluded kind of that because they're up from last year, and last year's race was on a Saturday night, so they were going to be up no matter what. But it, she went back and compared other Saturday races to Saturday races, both on FS1, other Sunday races to Sunday races, both on FS1 from the same weekend and stuff like that. And she concluded that it did have a bump in the ranking or ratings. Um, this guy, uh, it, it's his name is Sam. It's just at the other ship. Um, he says, but ratings are relatively flat week to week looking at the last race on FS1, which was two weeks ago at Richmond. That got a 1.30 rating, 2.3 million viewers. Uh, Martinsville on Sunday got a 1.26 rating, that's down 0 0.04, uh, and a 2.218 million viewers, that's down 0.1, well, 0 0.08 millionth viewers. Million? 0 0.08 million viewers? It's 80,000. I don't know. I think I did that right. But like, I do something like that. Yeah. That stuff to me, like that, that kind of shows to me like it, it didn't really pack a punch as much as like, yeah, market him. Like the, I've watched the Cubs just go Chris Bryant, Chris Bryant, Chris Bryant, Chris Bryant, World Series. And then they just went Steph World Curry, Series, World Steph Series, Curry, World Steph Series. Curry. The, you know, that's the only, I do love me some Steph Curry too. I love all these guys except Wes McCauley. Um, they should really invest in getting him some teammates though. Westmoreland. We're really gonna do this. We're really gonna do this. 
I'm going after everything tonight. It's a great night. What's the like, teammate thing? What's that a reference to? I I, I am a believer he, that he watched the finals with me, and the whole thing was about Steph because Steph was doing really good. He's and the best NBA player of all time. I wouldn't say all time, no, but best basketball player of all time. Oh, here we go. Virginia, but um, but. And then the whole time they were highlighting Steph because it was, it was going to get the finals MVP. And then the whole time, Caleb's like, oh, they, did, did the Warriors have anyone else? Is that, that so when Thompson and Draymond Green were both on the team? No, the, the, this, is, this is last year. Oh, never mind. Yeah, because we watched the finals. It was just and... like watching the NASCAR race and like only, only thinking that Chase Elliott's in the field because that's the only thing that they talk about. I mean... They talk. They talk about other stuff. Too. I, I. Yeah, but he just has this narrative now that's Dylan like, Kwasniewski, but he game. made it to the Cup race. He made it to the Cup series. Yeah, he just they, has this long narrative now, and it's just so. And it's, you know, Christopher Bell was getting this at the end of last year, but we're so quick to forget that because he's not Chase Elliott. I know it's really anybody that's not Chase Elliott. It's really just unfortunate that they're not Chase Elliott. And I mean, mark, go market your stars. They're doing fine. Uh, I don't know if the whole thing has to be about Chase. I, I do think it's comedically funny that he's back for the second straight week. I, that's yeah. I was literally scrolling on Twitter and I I am I get a tweet from NASCAR. Chase Elliott is back at Talladega, and I'm like. Okay, like I thought he was back last week. Thank God I, I didn't miss it. No, he wasn't. He was back at Martinsville, but now he's back at Talladega. I think we should just market that every race. That's I think that's always as if he missed track. any of those Except tracks. Chicago, you're just here. No, but uh. I think it'll be interesting. You know, it's good to get ratings up, but you're up from a Saturday. They're not really up. There's not really a reasoning to why they're down. I promise you guys the streaming numbers are not why they're down. I want to talk about that a little bit. IndyCar uh, had their race. They had 1.026 million viewers. Um, they also had 50,000 on streaming. Now, putting that all together uh, is like less than point, I think, zero... It's 0.48% was the number I got, but I combined, I didn't combine both numbers as separate entities. It is a very minuscule amount of fans that are watching these races on streaming and IndyCar has the easiest, most affordable, cheapest TV deal streaming wise in motorsports. All worldwide, every motorsport IndyCar is the cheapest one. So if IndyCar is not netting more than 4% of its viewers, to go to streaming, the, the streaming audience is not taking away from the TV audience that much. I just don't see any numbers to believe that. So I, is NASCAR just now another sport that's succumbed to the TV ratings are getting worse because more people are A, going outside, B, streaming the race, C, finding other ways to watch the race. I don't know. I, that's the only logical explanation to me. And Chase Elliott not being in a race for five weeks does not you're not, well, gonna, I think, you're not gonna you're not gonna get me to cave to say that that was the reason the ratings have been down all year i think do you want my uh yeah. my opinion yeah it is a podcast so i so your opinion 
I think the reason that the ratings like have struggled, I think the reason that the ratings have struggled so far like this year is because across the country they've been rolling out these NASCAR wings places and so people have just been flocking to go eat at them and I, I think that's what's you know taking up time oh, God. I y'all didn't see that one coming No, I agree though. I think it's. A, I, have I think no words for that. I, my brain was sitting here just I know. blurred. I'm frying right now. Thank you. Right? There's a hockey game on in an hour, and I can forget about all of this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised you haven't cracked one open yet. I got some tea here. Don't worry. Oh, boy. I was gonna say he literally. Uh, I got. I got it. it I got his it Twitter. Yeah, he. He also posted it on his Twitter. Yeah, there, yeah there's yeah. We got some tea. Don't worry. It's BYOT. Yeah, I went to, uh, when we were in Greensboro last year, I went to my own tea time that was hosted in the lobby. You're, wait, you lost me on that. Wait. I just walked walked into the hotel lobby with a case of Bush Light. I said, I got my own tea. It's all good. We're just chilling. And I oh, talked okay. to a couple of the people working there. They, lo they loved me. One of them looked <clears throat> weirded out, but this dude came over. Um, it's like African-American dude, like 25 years old or something. Uh, and he goes, man, mad respect. You guys are sick. Oh, geez. <clears throat> one, of my, one of the more unique uh, hotel experiences I guess I've had. Well, that's for a different podcast. Jeez. I, Caleb insinuates too much. Um <laughs> <laughs> let's move into some dirt stuff a little bit of them uh it is talladega week uh the alabama gang 100 uh is what they're calling the weekend for the world of outlaws late models i believe they raced thursday at shelby county i want to say hold on at seymour seymour shootout on thursday uh and then they go into the weekend for a double header at talladega that's really cool i've been wanting them to do that especially with the sprint cars for a couple of years you know if you have a dirt track near the cup series go race there world of outlaws you know go chase those fans and show them what they're missing and show them how talented um that series is they put on a great show uh just with production value and I, the banner guys there i jake and uh the other guys that do it i know jake a lot better than the other ones but there's a few guys on their staff that are just tasked with putting up and taking down banners every weekend. That's part of their job description, and they're freaking everywhere. You know where, you know when the World of Allies are in town. There's a big, big debate online, too, about people stealing banners. Uh, usually only happens in Pennsylvania. I'm just kidding. It's a different joke. Caleb's not even pretending to laugh. This guy, dude. I was literally making enemies this weekend. I was literally smirking. I love how Caleb just get... texted me and said, "Yeah, get those Pennsylvania dids." I, Josh probably doesn't even know what we're talking about. I'm over here smirking, and I'm going to get called out. No, I'm I'm screwing with Caleb. I, uh, but they, yeah, they work really hard. I've been wanting them to do that stuff so that Outlaws Late Models are there Friday and Saturday. If you're in Talladega, go check them out. I'm really pissed because I would have been at Talladega had the World of Outlaws not been scheduled to race at Knoxville this weekend. 
Uh, and my dad and I used to go there every year. It's my favorite track on the Cup Series circuit, uh, aside from if Iowa Speedway ever found its way there. Same with Knoxville. Um, but that's going on this weekend. That's on Dirt Vision. Uh, tons of other races, but I did want to talk about Flow Racing uh, in their Castro Flow Racing Night in America Series opening the year on Tuesday. Um, it's in progress right now. I think he races just started, so we don't have too much from tonight to talk about yet. Uh, but Mike Marler ended up winning after Hudson O'Neill uh, took a flat right rear tire from going in the wall in the closing laps. He had a good drive to the front. It was uh, pretty cool to see. I love races where they're kind of strung out and you got one guy constantly moving forward. And it's like, this guy has it figured out. You know he's talented. Um, another weird thing about that, 24 finishers in the A-Main. Two cars were Rockets, Hudson O'Neill's in a Rocket chassis. Uh, there was one other off one. Uh, and then our guy Ricky Weiss came home with a top 10 in his own sniper chassis. I love seeing him uh, do well with that. It's really cool um, that he's able to do so. The other 20 starters of the 24 A-Main starters were running Longhorn chassis. Uh, they have taken over late model racing, it seems. It seems like the all the fast guys have moved to Longhorns. Um, Steve Arpin, uh, very invested in that company. I believe it might be his. I'm not sure if he's, I'm not sure if he's the sole owner, but I know he's very involved uh, in everything they do. Um, it's interesting to me. They have all the momentum. They have Kyle Larson. They have, they have everybody. Um, but yeah. Caleb, did you have anything on just dominant <laughs> chassis? Have you kept up with late model chassis battles? Do you even know what they are? Uh, not on the dirt side. I mean, I know kind of what they are like on it's the, just, it's the... Just a huge, yeah, it's just a huge thing because there's a ton of manufacturers out there. Um, there's, but Longhorn by far has the most, uh, has the most. Yeah. Points. That's, uh, that's what it's like on the asphalt side too, where there's really like two, three major ones in the country, um, that, you know, kind of end up dominating and, um, beyond that, you know, everybody pretty much just sticks with the same people. And then, uh, aside from that, um, and much to the dismay of the guy that, uh, tweeted me about calling Kyle Larson one of the, the greatest of all time, uh, saying that his numbers in NASCAR don't even compare to Jimmy Johnson's, which is just an objectively hilarious thing to say, especially after watching what Johnson did in IndyCar. Objectively clown behavior. Uh, it, you, it's, you just, you can't, there's no world where you can make a comparison. It, it's just... No, I know. So Kyle Larson hopped into his seventh different vehicle on the grounds of Eldora Speedway. Hopping in a UMP modified for the first time. I don't seek out modified races to watch. We'll get to that in a sec. So he's raced a, I think he's won in a two of the USAC classes, a NASCAR truck race, World of Outlaws sprint car. Man, I'm, I'm screwing up the exact list here. Uh, a late model. So I got five. Maybe a silver crown card, too. There's another one. Maybe a midget. I don't know which. He's won, He's raced in seven classes now. He won in his first ever time driving a modified on Tuesday night. Waxed the field. Sixth to first in six laps. 
completely dominated. I, now, I posted on Twitter, I said, it wasn't the most, it wasn't like the best field in the country, but he still beat 50 guys with ease. Now, someone right. said, I don't know, these two guys that finished in the top five, they're, they're top drivers in the country. Well, there's a debate between modified fans on if the UMP circuit and that rule package for modifieds is better, or if the USMTS series, which only runs on raceanddirt.tv, the only series Race and Dirt has that we're even close to watching, which I think is a net negative for modified racing, but I'm not a modified guy. Uh, there's a debate on which field of those guys are better and who would succeed where. Uh, and so that's why I was apprehensive to call it the best field in the country. The race also paid $1,000 to win. That's pretty low. So, I, you know, we can be impressed that he went and won with ease. Fine and dandy. I, I expected him to do really well. I just don't know whether, like, racing really well in a modified does a lot for me stock-wise in terms of, like, what their product is. I watched Nick Hoffman run through the class last few years, and he's in a late model now running well. It wasn't in an Allgaier dirt car, too. Yeah, it was uh, Justin, Justin Allgaier's car. So how did that come about? I think both uh both like dirt racing and i'm guessing he had the car and said you want to run it and they ran it it just okay. it, it was announced I, oh, last minute though it's a thousand dollar to win race i don't think it's yeah, clamoring like, to go win the prize money right <laughs> and we also had street stocks by the way talk about support classes qualifying lasted three hours from the start of the event to like the end of qualifying or two and a half or something i watched a street stock guy in hot laps spin twice in the same hot lap session it happens leave him alone i'm not I'm, i didn't say his name. say his name oh gee the echo is getting me man i don't understand <laughs> you're good i don't know what it would be because like i haven't touched anything i was just confused I, you don't need especially on a tuesday night you don't need two support classes yeah like if you know it's a wednesday night oh that changes everything that's church not bad it church night for me when i was a kid and i was back home watching college basketball so no uh that's yeah i i was just saying with like modified racing i don't know how much of it is i don't know if we're going to see an established star come out of modified racing ever because they end up going to lay models and that's where they make their name that was the overwhelming point and i think i I hope I got you guys there. I hope I showed my work on the way. But Josh, what were you going to say? You unmuted yourself for a second, then I kept talking. You got discouraged. No, I no, because I was talking about like how the whole Augire thing came about. Um, I was going to make some. I was going to make another comment, but I yeah, do not. You guys will do that in dirt racing too, especially if they have a car. You know, that's how Travis Pastrana ended up in a modified. Joey Logano's raced a modified um before as well so it it happens you know guys go try it out it's cool it's fun to see it <clears throat> pastrano went and he won like the f main is what he called it but he won a race in a modified so anything like that is uh always cool to see 
Uh, you guys have anything else? I know the dirt trucks are rocking tonight in Stewart, I believe. Um, sky looks a little cloudy from my place. I hope they're getting that showing and everything. Yeah, it was supposed to, uh, it's, it's, I don't know what it's supposed to be like over there. I mean, I know here it's supposed to rain. It's a questionable forecast, which is why yeah. we were also supposed to have a guest today. Obviously, we did not have one. Uh, I don't want to say who that was or why or anything like that. So, so. Caleb, did you text our special guest? Yeah, he never responded, so I guess that's cool. But hopefully he responds and uh we can get him on soon too just text uh, mcgriff the crime dog crime dog on twitter that guy has connections the guy in the suit yeah there you go that's the way to do it he's everywhere <laughs> they've been doing all they can say what you will about their marketing play if it works or not but he's just working hard he's damn near everywhere so hopefully we'll uh have some good stuff still coming up. I know it kind of sounds like a broken record, but no, it's fine. Uh, we got super motocross this weekend going on as well. I guess it's just supercross. The playoffs are only when they call it that, which different thing. Um, fun weekend ahead. We will have more guests in the future. They fall through sometimes. I, as much as I would like to be a show that always has a guest on every episode, it's just tough to do. We're going to keep trying to do it. Um, we'll get there. We don't have uh, someone that just sits at the desk all day and does booking for all the podcast shows. So once we're barstool with only a racing focus, uh, we'll do that after that. It's a working progress. Josh, you look comfortable at your desk there. Dude, I'm always comfortable. <clears throat> I got my feet up here too. Like, how are, the canes, how are the canes doing? Two to one. Talk some hockey real quick. They're up to one. Yeah, they're up 2-1. Bruins are tied 0-0 at the end of the first. Who scored? And for and, um, I don't uh, remember. Probably Aho. Uh, their first goal was someone that it doesn't normally score. I was I am getting a lot of texts on the NASCAR wing things from uh, the Twitter post. Nice. Uh, a lot of um, questions. I have who made those, and I said NASCAR. <laughs> <laughs> said, no but like who actually made them and i said nascar made them what the hell are you talking just, about? just respond back and with my friend just respond back and be like the guy that makes the bartonsville hot dogs <laughs> yeah, <that guy. laughs> but not to be confused with tech shed mike that's right to Take follow home. up with your other team the lakers are down 15 and a half uh, that's that's every Lakers game. <laughs> Two years ago, I think I won like 10 different games just waiting for the Lakers to go down by double digits, and I just bet them to win. That is that is actually a smart idea because I guarantee they roll they back. Try. They don't try until the end of the game. They'll roll back in the fourth. It's the third game of the regular season. Like, not much on the line yet, so... Oh, yeah. No, nice. <laughs> we got many games before the playoffs start. There's a dude on the Islanders bench with a tablet. Yeah, they all they all watch film on the tablets. They got a party. It's so weird. 
I'd get one for us here, but we sit here and trash on NASCAR wings for 30 minutes of the podcast for the other guy to say they were really good. So yeah, way to go, Josh. God, <laughs> nice. <laughs> well played. All right, we will uh, let you guys go. Thank you. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Hope you enjoy your Wednesday. I hope your hockey team's doing good, unless you're a Minnesota fan or from Minnesota or uh, you appreciate the state of Minnesota. I also hope you stub your toe. Um, okay, we didn't have to get into a personal attack on myself right before we end the podcast. You from Minnesota? Yeah. The Wilds suck. Okay, I don't care. <laughs> I, hope, I hope the wild fans celebrated their lucky win you just wish that i would stub my toe yeah i do i fell asleep watching that game which is sad as that sounds it just went on forever i was very hungover on tuesday it's massively is bad anyways again thank you guys uh most of you guys almost all of you guys you know what i'm saying all but like one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the one minute. You know who you are. <laughs> uh, we will be back on Sunday, uh, hopefully after Talladega. Uh, my favorite race of the year. Hope you tune in. Go watch Chase Elliott. He's going to win this weekend. Just letting you He's know. He's back. Letting you all know it's going to be him, Ricky Stenhouse, and Ryan Blaney on the podium. That's going to be the top three. Bubba Wallace is going to Oh, God, are we mentioning, mentioning podium when it comes to NASCAR? <laughs> Podium just means top three. It's not an F1 deal. Stop doing this. You're not. Nah, this is. It's, a, it's an IndyCar deal, too. Yeah, that's where I got and it motocross. from. Yeah, that's where I got it from. Everything but NASCAR. They do it in dirt racing. Everything but NASCAR. You know what they don't do in dirt racing? Zoom in Back on the race for 12th with one lap to go. That's what they don't do in dirt racing. Hope you guys have a great weekend. Appreciate you all for tuning in.